And who better to break it all down with all these big stories than the guy who knows it all? He is the founder of Just the News, John Solomon, investigative journalist. John, great to have you here on the show. Yeah, great to be with you, Rita. You know, let's start, if I could, first with the Hunter Biden. Um, This is, um, I saw that it looks like Grassley, Senators Grassley, Senator Johnson, they are now sharing information tied to Hunter Biden and records tied to this sort of Chinese spy and giving it uh, to those who are investigating Hunter Biden. You can't make this up. It's like a it's like a movie script, John. It is. And in fact, it's really a dual stream because on the Senate side, you have Senators Grassley and Johnson on the House side. You've got Congressman Comer, the likely chairman of the House Oversight Committee next year, if Republicans win the House and both of them within a 24 hour period send uh, significant information to the FBI. Now, both of them, uh, all three of the lawmakers know the FBI already has this information. It's on the laptop. It's in many of the documents that have been seized. But they want to highlight the fact. And, and I think uh, Congressman Comer's letter really accentuates why these members of Congress are doing this. He said it is a, that the FBI has demonstrated a very troubling lack of curiosity as to anything having to do with Hunter Biden. And what they point out is that there is this uh, former business associate of Hunter Biden. She kind of worked as his administrative assistant from about 1617 to 2019. She has multiple ties to to communist China. She is uh, trying to help Hunter Biden acquire, uh, help uh, Hunter Biden acquire U.S. gas assets and transfer them to China. And um, and even after the deals fall through because the executives in China who are trying to facilitate this deal get arrested in China for corruption, she's still there trying to encourage the deal. And then later, she encourages Joe Biden to run for president in 2019. The lawmakers on both sides sent House said this looks like a Chinese espionage F- operation. And where is the FBI? By the way, speaking of China, another thing that just came out, I saw this, it's a bombshell sort of Senate report uh, that COVID, quote, most likely leaked from the lab. Um, I know you know about this. Yeah, we wrote a lot about this today at Just the News. Uh, Senate Republicans on the Senate Health Committee uh, say that they reviewed all the open source evidence, and there's major gaps in any uh, evidence that would suggest that COVID-19 originated naturally in the environment and of course that was anthony fauci's original claims and that there is substantial evidence that it leaked as a result of a research lab accident that's the term they're using uh, at the wuhan institute of virology in uh, china uh, this has been trending this way remember at the beginning of the COVID uh, pandemic uh, anyone myself included who had intelligence sources saying hey the leak lab leak theory is a viable theory we were labeled conspiracy theorists and dangerous and all that but now the u.s intelligence community says that is a very plausible likelihood of how the virus originated in these uh this new report from senate investigators gives a tremendously detailed analysis as to why it leaked from the lab and not from uh, did not evolve from nature some very compelling evidence uh, out of china uh, all open source uh, and it kind of shows you now the danger of censorship in america social media companies government agencies were censoring this uh, idea two years ago it now turns out to be the most likely idea, according to the Senate, for how COVID-19 originated. No, that's a great point. Um, And of course, uh, officially now, uh, Elon Musk taking over Twitter. And it looks like there's going to be big changes. A number of the uh, executives have already left. Um, So that could change the what's on and what isn't on uh, on social media big time, because you're right. 
everybody deserves to get all the information possible. What about on January 6th? What's sort of the latest um, in terms of we know that waiting to see what happens with Donald Trump replying to the subpoena, right, for the documents. Um, he said they asked him to testify November 14th after the election. Um, he's also had a couple victories in court and then some others where it have been mixed. Yeah, listen, I think that's the last remaining act for the January 6th committee and assuming that Democrats lose control of Congress, which the polls suggest might happen. Uh, this will be their last play. It's an odd thing for the main character of uh, the January 6th hearings, Donald Trump's been the focus of Democrats from day one, to be the last person they actually try to seek comment from. It's very interesting. They, they wait to the very end to seek his uh, side of the story. I think a lot of people have pointed that out, including some former Democrat or Democrat lawyers who say, hey, it's kind of unfair to wait to the end. It'll play itself out. We'll have to see where it is. Meanwhile, Republicans are sitting on a boatload of very important evidence that they have gathered about what Nancy Pelosi and the people around Pelosi and Chuck Schumer knew about the threats leading into January 6th. As you know, I put a lot of information out, got original Capitol Police documents on a, a huge flow of intelligence warning them that there was going to be violence on January 6th. No real preparation for that. In fact, most cops went to work that morning unaware their bosses knew about these concerns. Um, I, I think after the election, we may see the first signs of the evidence that Nancy Pelosi and Democrats didn't want out during the hearings in the summer, what she knew, when she knew it, and what preparations could have been made to maybe prevent January 6th. Yeah, and I can't wait to hear that. You have been so far ahead and had so many great scoops on this. Uh, investigative journalist John Solomon regarding what was told to them. And you're right. They never called her. They, they, In fact, they make it sound it's been so, like, edited where, like, there was no knowledge of it. Let's see what they have so the American public can make a fair decision. That is so, so important. Before I let you go, you also have another blockbuster report. This is about um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis's new election crimes unit. Um, talk about they're looking into some interesting stuff now. Yes, there is a Democratic candidate who had just run for Orange County Commissioner in Orlando, right around Disney World there. She lost by a narrow margin, some oddities in her thing. She was uh, in in the number two position and moving on to the runoff the night of the election. And then two days later, she was told she had sunk to third and her vote total declined. So she decided to dig in. And what she has now blown the whistle on, she's filed a whistleblower complaint and a sworn affidavit with extraordinary detail alleging that Democrats have been running a ballot harvesting operation for years in the Orlando, Central Florida area. It names names. It provides who's making the payments. It describes how it works, how it targets nursing home residents. Uh, and uh, the new election authority that uh, Ron DeSantis created, basically an election crimes police force, uh, they looked at it, said this is very credible. They have now recommended that the state police open a formal criminal investigation into the allegations. Uh, a very interesting thing. And here's a funny thing. It is the first day of Elon Musk at Twitter. A short while ago, Twitter marked my story as unsafe. An announcement by Florida authorities that they want to investigate something, and Twitter is still censoring things like that as unsafe. I think Elon Musk has a lot of work still cut out for him. Yeah, he sure does. Um, By the way, I would be remiss, John, because you have your pulse on all the stuff with politics, too. What are you hearing about the different races so far and the impact? Let's We've been talking about Fetterman. Um, also, one of our callers uh, called up and was talking about Herschel Walker, too. Um, these new allegations with this other now a second woman. Make, how, how, how do you see those two races shaking out? 
Yeah, listen, the polls have been moving. Uh, in Georgia's case, uh, uh, Walker fell down a little bit in the polls. He's back up in the polls right now. Uh, the other Republican candidates in the states are way up. Brian Kemp, Brad Raffsenberger. I think there's a feeling among Republicans that Walker is going to pull this out. And there's a growing feeling among Democrats that they may be in jeopardy with Warnock in that race. Similarly, uh, the, the cavalry has been called out in Pennsylvania. Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Barack Obama all going to try to help Fetterman after what was a pretty difficult debate for him. Uh, and the polls have showed that Oz now has moved into a comfortable lead in that race after the debate. There's still a lot that can happen in the last 10 days of the election, but there's a sense among Republicans that things are trending their way in these key races, and a sense among Democrats captured in an open mic moment today with Chuck Schumer that maybe things are getting a little more difficult for Democrats. Yeah, no question. We've been talking about that open mic moment where he said, it looks like the debate didn't hurt us too much in Pennsylvania as of today. In other words, oh, no. But, of course, publicly, it's like, oh, everything's great. He's brilliant. You know, it's it's been fascinating to see the politics of it all. Um, John Solomon, thank you so much for giving us up to date on, like, all these big topics. There was so much going on, and who better than you to bring it to us? So thank you. Uh, thank you, Rita. Have a great night. Thank you very, very much. John Solomon of Just the News. you got to make sure that you read his column and also take a look at their social media. He always has such great, big, huge scoops, everybody. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com. 